Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 77 is entitled Descriptions of the Resurrected Christ. In the book of Revelation, John, who saw Christ in vision, gives us many vivid descriptions of the glorified, resurrected Lord. In this podcast, we would like to present those descriptions, followed by a brief discussion. Let's begin with chapter 1. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. And his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. Revelation 1, 12-16 the above describes our risen Lord in his glory, shortly after he was taken up from the earth. Many saints were privileged to see the resurrected Lord immediately after his resurrection, but he did not appear in his glory. At first, they didn't even recognize him. He looked so ordinary. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and brake and gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures? Luke twenty four twenty seven through 32 Later he eats fish with his disciples. Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of a broiled fish and of an honeycomb. And he took it and did eat before them. Luke twenty four thirty six through 43 In John the Revelator's description, however, we are shown Christ in all of his glory. His eyes were as a flame of fire, his feet likened to fine brass, as if he burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. In all the four Gospels after his resurrection, Christ appears as an ordinary man. Many weren't even sure who he was. All of his appearances described in the book of Revelation, however, depict a God of unimaginable splendor. After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white remnant, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. 
And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, and in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts gave glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth for ever and ever, the four and twenty elders fell down before him that sat on the throne, and worshipped him that liveth for ever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Revelation 4, 1-11 Collectively, the images denote light, truth, honor, omniscience, and omnipotence. For example, to even look at the Lord was like looking upon precious jewels. The twenty elders were in high authority, all with crowns of gold. Out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings. Before the throne was a sea of glass, suggesting the ability to see everything at once. Crystal is always associated with future knowledge. A sea of glass suggests that all knowledge is before God all the time. Also, the four beasts are full of eyes before and behind, suggesting they see not only the present, but also they see the past and the future. In addition, the images of the beast suggest power like a lion, gentleness like a calf, the posterity of Adam like a man, and unlimited mobility like an eagle. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nations, and hath made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on earth. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing, and every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power 
be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him that liveth for ever and ever. Revelation 5, 6-14 Everyone worships the Lamb, which of course is Christ. Christ is presented as the sacrificial Lamb, only now he has seven horns and seven eyes, suggesting all power and all knowledge. He is worthy. He redeemed us to God. But he also made those who followed him kings and priests and placed them to reign on the earth when he returns. The numbers of the saved are represented by an unimaginable number, 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. That contradicts the notion that only 144,000 will be saved. But Christ is the center. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Also, every creature in heaven, on earth, under the earth, and in the sea glorified the Lamb. Christ will never lose his position as Savior and Redeemer, as symbolized by the four and twenty elders, who fell down and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that had gotten the victory over the beast, and over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, Stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God, and the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. Revelation 15, 1-8 The images of Christ in the book of Revelation are in sharp contrast to the images of the mortal Messiah. Listen to the words of Isaiah. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, Yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shears is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked, and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Isaiah 53, 2-9 In the book of Revelation, however, Christ is presented as judge and warrior. And I saw heaven opened, and behold a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. 
and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Revelation nineteen eleven through 16 There is a sharp contrast between Christ's first visit, as described in chapter 1, and his next visit, as described in chapter 19. In his first visit, he is called the Son of Man. In his second visit, he is called Faithful and True. Also, he is called the Word of God. In his first visit, he was clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. In his second visit, he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. In his first visit, his head is bare, his hair white like wool, as white as snow. In his second visit, on his head were many crowns, suggesting enormous power and authority. In both visits, his eyes were as a flame of fire. In his first visit, he appeared alone. In his second visit, armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. In his first visit, out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. In his second visit, his sword had only one edge, it said, out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword. One should mention here that in the first visit, he is visiting the seven churches in which he rebukes the saints for their sins and blesses them for their righteousness. Thus the sword with two edges. With one edge, he cuts the disobedient to the quick and calls them to repentance. With the other edge, he protects the righteous and promises them salvation and exaltation in his kingdom. In his second visit, however, he is visited as a judge and a warrior. The wicked are without his protection. That's why the sword has only one edge. With the sword, he shall smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. In his first visit, his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. In his second visit, he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Simply put, the first visit was shortly after his life on earth in which his church was established. He commands John to write letters to the seven churches of Asia, in which, though he calls them to repentance, he makes extraordinary promises. The second visit is the second coming, in which he cleanses the entire earth. That is when he comes as King of kings and Lord of lords. Remember earlier he made the faithful all kings and priests. Now he appears as the kings of kings and lords of priests. In other words, Lord of lords, for they hold the power of God. The further visions of Christ deal with the final resurrection and judgment. We will close this podcast by Linda reading just a brief excerpt from each new visit. In the first, he appears as judge. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Revelation twenty eleven through 15 In the next visit, he sees the New Jerusalem. 
And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Revelation 21, 1-7 In the next visit he sees the throne of God. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruit, and yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, and there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign for ever and ever. Revelation 22, 1-5 In the final visit, he sees the Father and the Son. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Revelation 21, 22-23 Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.